much, what do you make a drill out of that uh, you hope, you speculate, would be able to uh, drill down yep. into the surface yep. of Mars, uh, bring up a core sample, and then put it in a in a bucket or put it in your glove box and, and fly home with it? Our guest this morning from the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, uh, Bob Allen. Good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. Wow, another fun space story to share. Yep. And this is, uh, and I've had some people say, haven't we done this before? Well, yes and no. Uh, the two-pronged differences on this one, number one, the size of the, the thing, the uh, the rover, it's gotten bigger and bigger. Number two, I called it a drone. Some people are calling it a helicopter. So that can look out and tell, tell the rover, you know, the best places to try and go. So, that you know, that that's kind of exciting. But the real, like you said, part is to have those sample tubes that are going to be whipped back up to the orbiter and then sent back to the Earth. That's, you know, we've done that with uh, some country landed one on an asteroid, just sat down, scooped stuff up, and came back, but, you know, brought it back, back to Earth. So, so we've kind of done that on a small scale, but to do it on a major planet, you know. Sure, small. sure. Well, and and let's face it, what you saw on the news from NASA and what you saw in a movie that you watched over the weekend can <laughs> sometimes be mixed together. And uh, what the uh, this rover, well, I don't know, Perseverance is on the ground now. It's collecting uh, a different named spacecraft in, in uh, Phase 2. We'll be bringing back actual yep. core samples. Yep. And uh, uh, there has been some drilling done by the previous uh, rover, and they ran into, I don't know whether, like you said, was the power source wasn't strong enough or the actual material doing the drilling or just they ran into some heavy stuff they, they didn't expect. But anyway, yeah, this uh, hopefully we'll have learned that, that lesson and uh, get that. So the geologic thing is what you're looking for here, the, you know, the history. Well, yeah, they, they just didn't, uh, I guess they, uh, they speculate, you have to do that. They guessed at the, uh, the uh, hardness of the surface of Mars, and they guessed wrong. So now, yeah, and the thickness once you go down, you know. Oh, is that there's a, a well, and you know what's the the uh, the planet is uh, is unlike Earth, so you don't really know what's under the dusty or rock surface. More dust yeah. and more yeah. rocks, I guess, or is it softer yeah. underneath? This whole thing about it, we're pretty safe, but not completely, about saying there isn't current life on Mars. You know, some would argue with that. But bottom line is that, you now this is an old lake bed for sure. And so we've narrowed down trying to find the places to do this. But, again, the question is, has there ever been any life? So we're not looking for current life particularly. I mean, it would have been right. nice way back when we when we had Percival Lowell and Canals. You know, yeah, it's there. We just got to go sure. look, you know, close, and there it is. So, again, the thing <laughs> is that it's nice that uh, – we can put to rest one way or the other, although it's going to take time. Uh, has there ever been you well, know, simple amoeba or anything beyond that? You know? How far down do you have to dig before you get uh, what scientists will consider uh, a legit sample of uh, of Mars? Well, they were trying to go like 20-some feet, I think, with the one before we talked about. But you look around here, you look the size of bluffs, and they're sedimentary, you know, layer after layer. <laughs> there's several yeah. hundred feet there. you got the mountains so. So, but uh, on a flat area to just go down, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30 feet, you're, you got a good, good giant step there. And the rover has a, a drill, the capacity to drill down 20 or 30 feet? Yeah, and it's like a, you know, a telescoping, what do you call it? Oh, okay. You know, the whole okay. thing, uh, like those sticks that you pick it up and it's just short, but you pull it out. So and it, it gets longer and longer. It, yeah. Got yeah. it, got it. 
and with those samples, they'll be looking for microbial uh, life exactly. uh, that may have been. Will they be able to tell? Yep, we've we've seen. What are they'll be looking for? Fossilized mo- microbes. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And then they can carbon date those fossils and know when those microbes may have been alive and speculate that Mars had this lake. It had water on it and uh, yep. and microscopic or what happened. And then, of course, then we start a whole new series of movies on what... <laughs> Capricorn ones already taking care of that. Yeah. Well, now they got it. But now we have we have more real science or will have more real science to put behind the speculation that. Uh, that the uh, exactly. uh, inhabitants of the planet Mars knew that the planet was dying, failing, and so some of them flew off into space heading this direction. Some flew off into space and landed on Every the big blue yeah. marble, and uh, we have uh, – they were initially uh, Martians, but now they're Earthlings, and they live among us. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also, this kind of reminds me – you remember the movies Deep Impact? And oh, sure. What the, other one, the other one was like Cowboys in Space, whereas Deep Impact, they actually – had some good scientific uh, consultations instead of just a little bit. It's the same thing here that, yeah, you, you want to do it right. Will get it close to being right. Will it, it, will it take years? When what I heard, too, I guess we were listening to different stories, that uh, yep. phase two of this project will be in a couple of years when a spacecraft that's, that is uh, orbiting Mars will uh, collect the samples that were sucked up by a uh, by Perseverance or by a different rover and brought up into orbit? No, Perseverance, and it will be the, the craft that got Perseverance there that's now orbiting that relays the, ah, okay. you know, when, when it's nighttime or when it's on the far side of Mars can can still relay information back to the Earth. So we don't have to, there won't be, uh, they won't be sending another spacecraft to... No, uh, this one has, has the stuff in it to send it back up to it, and then there's something within there that will flip back to Earth, yeah. And a, a combo project from U.S., NASA, and the European Space Agency? Yep, yep. And it's funny, we were talking when we set this interview up that the EAU sent back pictures of Mars a couple of days ago. Who? <laughs> really? United the Arab Emirates? Getting, so they've, yep, they've the got a rover. I mean, lots of small countries are starting to, to do some space. Well, and it, yeah, I, I wonder what the EAU, certainly they would have the financial resources exactly. to do something. Yeah. Will they come? And the Chinese have a couple of rovers. I don't expect that China. Oh, not rover, but India has a, you know, a halfway decent space program. Do you suppose any of those countries will share their information so that we could all move forward technologically well, toward uh, uh, have, inhabitants on said, Mars? Instead of this, you know, space race or race to the moon by two countries, that it would be nicer to get uh, a few or more countries together and both financially and for the sake of humanity, you know, to be able to get along <laughs> to do yeah. the, do that. Yeah, it would be nice. All right. So we'll just uh, we'll watch the stories uh, from NASA. And I understand that there's a website you can go to to uh, once uh, the rover starts sending back pictures and watch the rover uh, watching the surface of Mars. Maybe we'll all see little green men at the same